Hi, this is Mitch. This is episode six of the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast. How are you feeling since last week? I want this podcast to do two things, if it's possible. The first thing is selfish. I'm doing this podcast because, as I, if you've listened to the other episodes, I have spent an entire first half of my life trying to be very polished, trying to be very performative in everything I do, whether it be on social media or prior to social media. None of that has worked for me. So this podcast is an effort to just just speak, just get on here and talk about whatever's going on, whatever's on my mind. It's unscripted, it's unprepared, ill-prepared, it's just created from whatever comes out of my head at the moment, and that is remarkably uncomfortable for me. I don't like to be there. I don't, I'm too insecure for that. I want to be polished. This is unpolished. It's raw. And um, it gives, doing that provides me the opportunity to exercise this uh, confidence muscle to just say I can do this. That's one purpose of the big picture of this podcast. The second purpose is to help you feel better. I don't know what about, I I don't even know how I'm going to achieve that. Maybe it's just something I say or the tone of my voice or some way that I can make you feel, well, I don't make you do anything, but can inspire you to feel a little bit better. Maybe it's just as simple as the fact that I'm podcasting and whoever you are, if you're listening to me, Uh, you know that I care about you. And even though we're going to start the podcast with politics, because that's a part of what I'm thinking about and following this past week, certainly, even if you are on the other end of the political spectrum, I care about you. That's hard to say sometimes because, you know, how do you care about people who support January 6th insurrectionists? How do you care about people who support Q, these crazy Q-type conspiracy theorists? How do you support people? How do you care about people who support a lunatic like Donald Trump? Uh, How do you care about people who are no longer interested in the basic foundational principles of our democracy? How do you care about racists? You know, how do you, how do, you do that? And I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, you know I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know if we should do that. I guess in my own um, semi-functional spiritual perspective of the world, I, I believe, you may not agree with this, but I believe at the soul level, and even, you know, after even after some of the layers or the onion layers are peeled off of the soul, everyone is a similar level of perfection. I just think we, um, some of us are far more dented on the outside. We all are. We're all imperfect. Um, and, 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 and some are so dented that 
you know, outside of what I envision to be the world where the souls live, the spiritual space of the universe. But this in this physical realm, um, some people are, are, are so dented that they can be dangerous. Donald Trump, the people that, the insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol, um, Vladimir Putin, the Russian propagandists that support his epic, you know, catastrophic and dangerous nonsense. Um, you know, and that's, and I, I, I believe that as a functioning um, geopolitical society, we have to hold people accountable. I, I believe that Donald Trump, may, we'll talk about this a little more in a minute, but Donald Trump should, can't imagine he's not going to be indicted and, and he certainly should be held accountable. Um, Vladimir Putin should be held accountable. The Russian propagandists who babble on nonsense should be held accountable. And, and bad people in general should be held accountable. But I guess at some fundamental layer beneath, you know, this um, surface layer of humanity that we, of, uh, that we all are, this, the, the, being these people, I, I kind of believe that everybody is good if you can get down there deep enough. And, and I never believed in reincarnation until uh, I met my wife, who is Indian and got to know her over the years, and she's Hindu, although she's not a, she wouldn't really consider herself a practicing Hindu, but uh, much reincarnation is not just a part of her faith, it's, 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 it's part of her culture. And my exposure to Indian philosophy and Hindu religion and Hindu thinking has really, for me personally, opened my mind up to the idea of reincarnation. So I, I, I think it's a thing. And so be it. Whether, you know, a madman like Vladimir Putin comes back in another life, if reincarnation is really a thing as, you know, as someone carries that karma with him, as someone who is made to suffer as much as he has initiated suffering, or Donald Trump comes back in a subsequent life, to experience all of the cheating, lying, hurting, and destroying that he's done. I, I, I think that happens karmically. And I think that we are also responsible here in, the, in our own world to hold people accountable. Society has rules. And an, an, an imbecile like Trump, who is also a rule breaker, deserves to, you know, should, like, like everybody's saying, he's not above the law and he should be subjected to the same rules that the rest of us are, that keeps society rational, that keeps the United States democracy functioning. So, yeah, but, but if you ask me, because I started talking, the question was, how can I care about him or his supporters? Because at, at, at a deeper level, than the human level, at the level of the soul, I feel that I have to care. You know, I, I, I hope that Trump is held accountable. And at the same time, I hope that somehow he, through multiple lives or through whatever, he pays his karmic debt to the universe and he becomes a decent soul. He becomes 
a, a kind person someday. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say don't hold them accountable because I would, but I wouldn't be disappointed if today Donald Trump came out and said, look, I realize I was wrong. I, I did these terrible things. Yes, not only am I, was I a liar and a cheat, and a, but, I'm a, but I'm a criminal, you know, and I ask for forgiveness. I, I don't know that I would be full of forgiveness. And I still, if he's indicted and prosecuted and convicted, I still would expect him to, to serve time. You know, and, and in, however we can, I'm sorry, my son is yelling downstairs and I have no idea why and I'm hearing it, it's distracting me. I would expect him to serve time in whatever way we can have a president, a former president of the United States serve time. But at the same time, I would welcome that unrealistic opportunity for Trump to wake up today, to suddenly have an epiphany, to step out of his mental illness, his delusion, his sociopathic, um, I don't even know what the words is, his, his, whatever it is, his narcissistic haze. I, I, would, I would like him to, to do that. That's not going to happen, but I'm just making a point. Enough of that. Now you know how I can care about people who are destructive. Uh, whether you agree with me or not, that's, that's your thing. And, you know, I respect that. So be it. So where are we, right? Where are we with this whole business? So now we have a situation where the pres- former president of the United States took all these documents with him to Mar-a-Lago, unsecured, unsafe, wandered around Mar-a-Lago in some capacity, moving those documents. Other people have too. We're going to fa- probably find out a little more about that in the not-too-distant future when the Department of Justice um, submits its 40-page response to the nonsensical um, Trump legal ask that these documents that have already been reviewed by the FBI in detail ad nauseum um, have assigned a special, what do they call that, a special person to, to look at them to make sure there's nothing that deals with executive privilege or attorney-client privilege. But so we're going to see this 40-page document that is going to probably outline much more detail about the case, and it's not going to be good Trump, uh, for Donald Trump. But so he steals all, he takes all this stuff back to Mar-a-Lago because he thinks he can. The DOJ, first the National Archives asks for it back when they realize he's got it, which is a crime. He shouldn't have, he's not allowed to have that. That is a crime, irrespective of what Republican talking heads are talking about on Fox News. That is a crime. If you did it or I did it, it's very, if we had one document, it's very likely the FBI would come to your house and arrest you or me immediately, and we would deserve it. Not that we would have access to that. Um, irrespective. Asked for it many times, never returned it. The FBI, the Department of Justice, asked for it many times. 
went back and forth requesting, can you literally, a guy robs a bank, the bank says, calls the guy up, can we have our money back? No. Can we have our money back? Maybe. Can we have our money back? You know what? I'll get back to you on that. Can we have our money back? No. This is literally what, what happens here. Finally, the DOJ pressures a little bit more. And finally, the guy says, or the guy's, you know, harebrained lawyers say, you know what? We're going to give it back to you, okay? So the bank says, oh, whoa, thank you so much. That's really cool of you. They return a couple of boxes, right? But they kept more. They kept they kept more of it, right? So, you can imagine this. You return, you steal a million dollars from the bank. The bank just asked you nicely so many times. You return 500000 And you don't think the bank is going to notice? You're that deluded. You are that entitled. You have, you, you have lived an entire lifetime where you have so not been held accountable that you're going to just shut the bank up. And in Trump's case, it was because he literally did this with banks and got away with it in, you know, with different amounts in, in different ways. They were loans, but, you know, you just didn't pay them back. But anyway, you give back the 500000 and now the bank is like, oh, we did notice and we need you to give back the rest of it. Could you do that, please? No. Could you do that, please? No. We finally don't do it. And they don't send out the FBI to arrest you. They just send them out to search your premises for the rest of the money, or in this case, the rest of the documents. They collect the documents and they move along with them, right? So this is where we are. This is what transpired. Trump starts breaking down, right? He's just... As Mary Trump had said a couple of weeks ago, he begins losing it because this narcissistic sociopath, for the first time, as Mary Trump said, in his life, he doesn't have the banks to protect him. He doesn't have his father to protect him, and he no longer has the office of the presidency to protect him. So as dumb as he is, he's smart enough to know that he could potentially be in trouble. So now we have him on Truth Social, which is his social media site, which is also in financial trouble. Apparently, they, they haven't been able to pay the wackadoodle uh, right-wing uh, hosting company that's hosting the site, and the right-wing company is going after, you know, going after them legally um, to try to get paid. Um, but he starts posting all this babbling bullshit, you know, over the last couple of weeks. And, of course, the Republican members so many Republican members of the Senate, led by Lindsey Graham, and a bunch of Republican um, Republican members of the House defend him to the end. Tucker Carlson is defending him. All the MAGA right-wing talking heads defend, no matter how ridiculous his arguments are, no matter how, in some cases, um, incriminating they are. First, he said the FBI planted the evidence, then he said they um, then he said they took the boxes and I want my boxes back. But so they planted the evidence that they then took that wasn't him, but he wants the evidence back that they planted that wasn't his. It was just it's just one dumb thing after another. Then he's then he devolved further and he devolved into this nonsense recently that uh, he won the we're back to this. He won the twenty twenty election. He should be reinstated immediately, or there should be another election. It's just 
madness. And through these, it's it's funny because you know we don't have Trump on Twitter anymore, which is great and also slightly disappointing because it'd be it would be entertaining to watch him meltdown in real time. But it also would be very sad. So we're watching. I'm watching people on Twitter post the nonsense from Truth Social on Twitter. Um, but he is, he does appear to be regressing. And I guess that's really what I'm, it took, a, took me 16 minutes of babbling to get to this point, but that's really what I'm interested in now. I'm interested in the eventual indictment, if and when it comes. That's, I, I care about that. Um, but that news is going to break whenever it breaks, whenever it happens, if it happens. And then I'm interested in the potential conviction, all of that, but that's not here now. So what I'm interested in right now, what I find fascinating is watching his mind um, deteriorate through his post on Truth Social. And the, the part of me that cares about people, even bad people, there is a there is a, an innate sadness that I feel watching someone deteriorate emotionally, even someone as heinous, destructive, and just um, vile as Trump, as Donald Trump. It's, it's like Mary said, without these pillars, without these protective, you know, without these gates surrounding him, whether it was his dad or it was the banks or it was the office of the presidency, he doesn't get the lack of accountability that his, you know, his mental illness needs. He doesn't get the, he's not on Twitter anymore, so he doesn't get the validation that his his massive, um, um, toxic, um, need for validation. That, that I'm trying. What am I trying to say? That is, he doesn't get that validation that that his disease demands. He's he's like an extreme alcoholic, uh, but or or extreme. I should use the word addict. He's like an addict, um, like a validation addict and a a tell me I'm great addict. You know, he's he's, just, he's addicted to those experience and he has to get them from external sources. He has to get them from other people. And, mo- the, and, and, and there, you can never have a, you know, a platform, he can never have a platform that was as large as the presidency to get that again, right? And now that he's off of Twitter, he, he still can't get it. So, so I, I really think he's devolving emotionally. And I, I do think he is, as this moves forward with like Mary said, no one to protect him, this investigation moves forward. I, I, I don't see how he doesn't just completely break down. I, I, I don't see how when the real threat of prosecution, of accountability, becomes something that even as deluded as he is, 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 is he becomes aware of that in his consciousness he's going to fall apart. Um, a, a sane person, right, would fall apart. A, a, an, an insane person will just, he's going to spontaneously combust emotionally. Um, so, I don't know. I guess that's, I guess watching that process is, on the one hand, 
mildly interesting. It's extremely interesting, actually. Extraordinarily disturbing. It's, you know, you almost hate to say it, but it is somewhat satisfying, only in the sense that not satisfying to watch somebody fall apart, but to watch someone who tried to destroy our democracy for the sake of his own ego, ego, someone who corrupted all of the corruptibles, corruptibles in the Senate, corruptibles in Congress, corruptibles in the electorate, people who were just waiting for the opportunity to be corrupted. You know, it's, it's just, I, I, I just feel like watching someone who has done that much destruction and now knowing that that destruction is being, you know, held accountable and removed from forever possibly doing that again is satisfying. You know, it's not happy. It's not that those of us who from the beginning and then even later on you know, really saw the danger in Trump are celebrating because so many people have been hurt. So many people have been killed. So many people's lives have been destroyed who didn't deserve it because this man, this menace was allowed to be the president of the United States. So many families have been torn apart. Um, It's, maybe satisfying is the wrong word. It's a relief. It's and and I know there's people who think that he's still coming back in 2024, and I just had this discussion with my father-in-law, who still I don't think can reconcile his own decision to having voted for Trump twice. Um, but um, I had you know he seems to think that he thinks Trump is a crook now. He thinks Trump shouldn't be president again. He's got that. He got that. He figured that out finally, but to own up to the fact that he made a terrible mistake is not a level of self-awareness that he's willing to engage in. And so he's, he'll, all politicians are crooks. No, they're not. And the ones, and there, there's been no politician in U.S. history that's been this level of a crook. That's not a real thing. And my father-in-law says, but Hillary, no, no, Hillary was thoroughly investigated by the FBI. Upside down, inside out, and all around. What she did was unethical. What she did was shady. But it wasn't illegal. She didn't break the law. And even if she would have, it wouldn't have been, it, it would have been, she, she, even if it would have been, first of all, she would have been held accountable. That's number one. Um, second of all, it wouldn't have been to the capacity and to the extent that Trump's transgressions, and especially this transgression, when we find out what it's all about, um, have been. So, and, and I guess what I'm saying about my father-in-law and, and even those, a lot of those who have woken up to the reality of Donald Trump, many can't, can't accept it. They can't admit they made a mistake and therefore they would vote for him again just to be right. But that... He, and I guess what I what made me bring this up is my father-in-law mentioned that he's going Trump's going to run again. He's going to win. He doesn't want him to win. He doesn't want him to run again, but he, he's, his excuse is he's all politicians are like this. He's nothing's going to happen. Something is going to happen, folks. There's no question about this one. 
and Trump won't be running again. Do we have a bigger problem with Ron DeSantis potentially running, who's a lot smarter than Trump? Yes, but that's another conversation for another day. Anyway, I did not plan to dedicate this entire Tuesday afternoon podcast to politics, but that happens sometime. I've been also working on a lot of self-improvement over the last couple of weeks, which I've talked about here. And I know it's a weird juxtaposition. I'm talking about politics and then I am talking about self-improvement. But I always have two parts to every one of my podcasts. And I'm already 24 minutes in, so let's stop now and we'll have part two. Hi, welcome back to part two of the Tuesday afternoon podcast. Thank you for your time. First, the fake commercial. I do fake commercials right now because I do want this podcast to succeed one day, and I'm hoping that one day I get real sponsors. The best way to bring that into fruition is to have fake commercials, although they may not be inspiring. Today's commercial is about Camelback water bottles. My family and I have three Camelback water bottles, two 32-ouncers and one 25-ouncer that my son loves. The two my 32-ouncer and my son's 25-ouncer do not work anymore. My 32-ouncer is seven months old. My son's 25-ouncer is probably four months old. Apparently, they have these little plastic or rubber things in them that keeps the air from getting into the straw when you try to sip the water. Now, sometimes that thing doesn't work anymore. And then you try to sip the water and you get as much air as you do water. Now, I tried to fix this, but it did not work. I took it out. I put it in, took it out, put it in. I even went onto YouTube and looked for a video to learn how to do it. And you can kind of unscrew your water bottle cap, which my water bottle cap had nothing to unscrew. But I'm still buying another one. I just ordered my son a new one because even though they don't work and they don't last, they seem like the best option on the market and I'm too lazy to look for anything else. So I'll be ordering myself another one too. So you get your Camel back 32 ounce or 25 ounce water bottle. It will break, they are BPA free, which is good. It probably will break in a couple of months, but you'll still get a new one. Congratulations. Now that we have finish that. Let me stop for a second. No, I'm not going to stop. We're going to leave the commercial where it is. So I have been doing a lot of self-help, self-improvement work for the last several weeks. And I have been getting into this Mind Valley self-help work. Mind Valley is an organization that does self-help education. I like what they do. My wife and I are doing it together. We're into it. We're enjoying it. And we've been getting into this process where these people, and you might think this is wackadoodle, batshit, mumbo-jumbo stuff, and that's okay. I get it. I like it. You don't. I just talked about reincarnation when I was talking about Trump and Putin. So you might think I'm nuts anyway. I accept that. But anyway, so there are these. we're getting into these two teachers right now. I can't remember their names, but... They teach about like getting abundance and, and getting blocks out of your way. And I look, I, I'm sure we all buy into the block thing. Like when you were a child, like for example, when I was a kid, my dad always just said, I want to be have a lot of money, but I don't want to be filthy rich. And I heard that over and over and over again. My dad's a great dad. He's, he's a great man. He's the love him to death. Oh, and I love my father-in-law dearly too. In the last episode, in the last, not episode, the last uh, part, the last act, I talked about my father-in-law and how he voted for Trump twice. My father-in-law is a very good, kind man. He did vote for Trump twice, woke up, 
we do debate it and argue about it, but I don't want you to think I, I despise him. I, I do adore him. Um, so there's that. But anyway, so irrespective, enough of that, all those disclaimers about who I love. Um, so these two particular, I can't think of their names right now, but these two particular teachers, what they do is they try to teach people to discover their blocks in their subconscious minds that keeps them from attracting wealth into their lives, specifically attracting money. So I went through this. I did a couple meditations, uh, a couple of the beginnings of the programs with them. My wife and I haven't officially joined Mind Valley. It's a little pricey. It's about $500 for a membership. I think we're going to do it, try to share it. If we really like it, we get results and we try some of the programs. They call them quests. Then we'll, you know, we'll each invest and we'll each have our own, our own membership. But that we, we have to see. We haven't done it yet. But you can get a lot of free stuff too, um, just to kind of test it out. But I do like this stuff. And I feel like I, I, like I went back in my own childhood, right? I always wanted to be an actor, um, and I always, there's a lot of lot more to get into there. And I always had struggles earning a lot of money. And what I found um, through doing these sort of meditations with them is I found a whole bunch of blocks, you know, things that I heard as a kid. Uh, and it's all the usual things. Money doesn't grow on trees. My dad used to say, do you own stock in the electric company if we left the lights on? Um, my mom always waited for a sale. You can get that when you go on sale. And again, there was nothing wrong with any of that. That was their parenting. It was a different time. And I had a wonderful childhood and I didn't want for things. I mean, we weren't wealthy. We were middle class, probably lower middle class. My dad worked his ass off, had two jobs. My mom worked at different times. Even when she was a stay at home mom, she found ways to earn money. So, um, but even that, I, I, I also had this belief that you have to work hard. There's no way to earn money. And you can't earn it by doing what you love. You, you know, you just have to work your butt off. And I've always tried to do what I love and I've never been able to earn. Um, and this is another example of that. This podcasting, social media, I find the things that I really enjoy. But I've noticed this plethora of blocks, of things that I've been taught, things that, and it went through doing this meditation process, things that I have been, that are in my, ingra ingrained in my subconscious that I, I, that I, and I buy into this because I do believe that this is one of the reasons why I haven't been successful financially. And it's really freeing. I, I love this and I'm, I'm, hopeful because I'm feeling all sorts of changes um, happening. So I'm, I'm going to continue it and I will continue to update you guys. Now, there's other things that they do that would turn off, um, you know, very practical minded people. Uh, they do. But, you know, spiritual minded wackadoodle like myself, I love this stuff, like all kinds of ideas of spiritual cleansing and light and all sorts of stuff. And I, I'm 100 percent on board with that stuff. But that could turn off some others. But uh, anyway, I'm another seven minutes in almost. My parents, I heard them just come in. They're visiting, just came downstairs. I'm upstairs in the bedroom podcasting. I'm going to wrap it up for today. I love you guys. Thank you for taking some time to listen to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast, episode six. I'll be back next week. Hopefully it won't be all about politics, but who knows? We'll see. And maybe we'll do more. We'll certainly, I'll give you, certainly give you an update on what's going on with my abundance blocks and all that other shit but um it's a good week we'll sure fun things will happen we'll have a lot to talk about 
Be safe, be well, be rich, be happy, be whatever you want to be.